Welcome everyone to the In a Woman's World podcast. I'm your co-host here, Summer, and we have a special guest today, Miss Renee. Will you introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. My name is Renee Williams. I'm founder and CEO of Coco Bella Natural. Okay, glad to have you here. Um, so tell us, what is Coco Bella Natural? What kind of inspired that name? What was the journey like? So Coco Bella Natural, the name um, is from an old boyfriend, actually. So years and years ago, I dated a guy who used to call me his chocolate beauty. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I know it's kind of corny, but it's also kind of sweet. So um, years later, when I decided that I needed a, a handle for social media, um, I wanted to, I was looking for a name and I thought about using Chocolate Beauty, but then I thought that just sounds too vain for someone else to call themselves Chocolate Beauty. And so I searched and searched and searched for a name and like nothing was sticking. And then all of a sudden one day it just came to me like, okay, so chocolate is cocoa, you know, and, and, um, beauty um, another word for beauty is Bella. And so then I was like, okay, so I could be Coco Bella. That stuck. And that's how I got the name Coco Bella. The natural part came as a result of me being a natural, promoting natural hair. But the Coco Bella came from an old flame. Okay. All right. That's an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and when I said to him, because um, he and I are still friends, and I said to him, you know, I got the inspiration for my, my brand name from you. And he was like, well, you owe me money. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, Renee, tell us about... So, oh, go ahead. No, ma'am, go ahead. Um, tell us about, you have an ebook out called Cupid Simple Sis, The Journey to Healthy Hair Care and Healthy Self-Esteem. Tell us more about that ebook. That sounds like an interesting book. So, yeah, it started out as um, an FAQ. I get a lot of questions in my email and my DMs on Instagram and on Facebook of women asking how to manage their hair, what to do with their hair, and what is this, and what does that mean, and whatever. And so it started out as a way to answer all those questions without having to talk to each person individually or type all this other stuff out. So I started out with the ebook on, like, you know, what is natural hair, and what is a regimen, and things like that. But as I was writing the book, um, I was led to add more because anybody could just say, okay, so, you know, low porosity hair is this or mm-hmm. high density is this. And so I was led to um, put some stories in it um, with, about my experience from my, my struggle with natural hair when I first started and all the things that I learned and things that I had gone through. And so as I was writing the book, the stories just kept coming. So the book is actually, it's, um, it's about hair care, um, um, but it also has life experiences and um, lessons on how to just be yourself authentically and not let other people um, get in your head and dictate to you how to feel about who you are. 
that's that's really your responsibility to feel how you feel but also not to stress so much and just to just keep it simple like it's natural hair it's your own natural beauty it's your own journey and anyone who is trying to feed you any information aside from what you yourself believe or feel that's just background noise so just keep it simple sis Mm-hmm. I hear that. Um, mm-hmm. So tell us what your journey was like, you know, being a businesswoman and how you connect that to your community. So um, I didn't start out um, wanting to be an entrepreneur. I never even thought that I had an entrepreneur person inside of me. I just wanted to be a person that like made a difference in people's lives, especially women. I I wanted to do my part to help women love and accept the most important person in their lives and that's themselves. And so when I started my natural hair journey um, back in 2012, I made the decision because I'd had some health issues. I um, had developed fibroid um, tumors. I had developed some upper respiratory um, problems from the chemicals that I was using to straighten my hair. So I really had to make a decision. Like, do I want to maintain this appearance of long, straight hair? Or do I want to do something that's going to um, help me in my, in, with my health? And so I decided to go natural. And I'm, I'm a patient person, but sometimes I'm not. So when I make my mind up to do a thing, I like to do it. So I big chop. Um, like a lot of women who are going natural, they transition, they cut a little bit off at the time. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to dive in. So I bit chop. But once I bit chop, I don't know, I thought that it was just going to come easy. I was just going to be automatically just this beautiful, fabulous person with this fabulous hair. But when I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, I don't recognize her. Like, yes. I was, I was a little sad and my features were pronounced the person that was looking back at me wasn't the person who had always had long straight hair and all these rap styles that was just someone who was like literally with a boy haircut and so I had to resolve that this is this is going to be a journey and so through my transition to natural hair and my journey from going from long straight hair to a boy haircut there were the things that I was feeling about myself and I was expecting validation from other people. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to encourage other people to accept themselves for who they are. I'm going to have to walk this walk. And so I decided to start a, um, a natural hair support group. So my goal was to give women who were in the same position as me, um, whether they made a decision to dig chop or whether circumstances made them get a big talk maybe it was medication or illness or alopecia or whatever and i wanted to give them a, a safe space to come to talk about that journey so i created a natural hair support group on facebook called naturals by the sign and so there i started mm-hmm. you know just sharing my experiences and having them share their experience and i would do live videos or whatever and so i gained a following from that um and then from there, I do this thing um, called thoughts of the day. So sometimes when I when I awake or when I sleep, I, I'm given a thought. And so that might be uh, 
thought that I, I post on Facebook and it's always something that's inspiring or encouraging or something that has happened to me. And people found that helpful right. from that because natural hair wasn't my first um, venture into entrepreneurship. I started a t-shirt line um, first and it was mm-hmm. all about my tag phrases like, you know, don't be worried. Don't worry about being beautiful her, like her. Be beautiful like you or um, things uh, like... Um, I like that. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or, and there was one that I still say um, is that in, in this world where you can be anything, just don't be defined by, um, you know, status and materialistic things. Just be more than just a pretty face with curly hair. And so I started t-shirts and they would have phrases like that on it. Curly girls like it, kinky, all, all types of things. And so that was my first um, um, journey into entrepreneurship. But I, it always was on my heart to do more. And people had said, because I started working with different brands. I was influencing for them accidentally. I didn't even know what an influencer was at that time. I just know that people would say, hey, I'd like to send you some products. Would you mind doing a video? And so I was doing that. So I really tell people I became an accidental influencer because mm-hmm. I didn't know that's what I was doing. Yes. And so there was this one time that uh, there was a really, really popular influencer, um, natural hair influencer. And people had been saying to me, like, you know so much about how do you know so much about ingredients? You should start your own hair care line. And I was like, child. I don't want to be a, be a DIY person. I'm just going to buy what I need. I'm going to show y'all what it is. I'm going to do the review for you guys. And then someone dropped their own line and I was like, it's time. And I decided that in that moment that I want to start my own hair care line. Mm-hmm. And so I started um, researching, doing more research on ingredients. And I did um, initially seek the consultation of a cosmetic chemist because first of all, um, I believe that a woman's um, self-esteem is directly connected to her hair. So there's no way I was just going to get in my kitchen and just throw some bananas and papaya and things give women to put in their hair. So I consulted with the cosmetic chemist because so, I want to do this thing right. And um, I launched my first product um, in 29- December 6, 2019. And it was like wow the reception was so amazing mm. yes I, and I I, I I say at the success of that I believe is because all of these women have been um, my tribe I don't I don't like to call them followers because that like these these women are are my people they're they're my tribe and so they have been following me from the time when I had a boy haircut until now I've got, you know, popping curls, I'm working with brands, and so they've already developed a trust in me, so it was easy for them to say, okay, well, she's got her own product now, I'm going to purchase from her, and so that's how it started. Mm. Well, I commend you for all of that. I commend you on, you know, being brave enough to do a big job, because Lord knows I can never do it. My head would look too big doing that. And that's what everybody says. And the, the, I think that as we get out of our own heads, I, I, we've been so conditioned to to be what beautiful, like other people think beautiful is. And so I, I, that was a, that was the whole theme of the, this is a support group. So tell me how you feel. Tell me why. Let's talk 
through this because people think I'm going to be ugly. And sometimes they might look ugly to themselves because I felt like I was ugly too. But the thing is that you can't stay there because I believe also that confidence is, is like a muscle. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you got weak upper body and you go to the gym and you start working your arms and it just gets stronger. At first it's like, oh my God, I can't do this. You know, and then you start working out and working out and you start to get stronger. I believe that about confidence. I think that even if you don't have confidence initially, the more you work it, the stronger it gets. And right. so I believe also telling yourself, you know, using words of affirmations and again, getting other people out of your head. And so eventually it'll turn around. There are some people who just will never believe that. Like, well, no, I'm going back to the relaxer. I tried this thing, Renee. I didn't give it six months. I didn't give it a year. I can't do it. And I support them too, because ultimately I want you to be comfortable in your own skin. Even if that's relaxed hair, braid, weave, you know, clip-ins, natural, whatever that is. My ultimate goal is that you love who you are authentically. So I support you if you decide you want to go back to um, relax us too. There's no judgment from me. So for our audience out there, tell us about um, the process of starting a hair care line um, from the concept to having the package in your hand to uh, um, putting it out there for other people to use. So, um, of course, after um, deciding what product I would start, I knew that I um, wasn't um, wealthy enough to just start a whole line. You know, a lot of people start their lines and they have like six or seven products. That wasn't my story. That that wasn't my journey. That wasn't my assignment. So I had to decide um, for me what was the best um, product and because I am a firm believer in that naturally textured hair requires a certain amount of hydration to thrive. Kind of like if a plant is dry, it's growing, it breaks. That's how natural hair is. And so I knew that my, the product that I was going to create and produce had to have um, the hydration um, um, effect in it. So I started my line with a deep conditioner. So I essentially just had to determine which which ingredients that I wanted to use. Um, and so, of course, I did research on the most and the ingredients that were um, had hydrating properties and the oils and all that stuff. And so once I got, okay, so it's going to be a deep conditioner. I got the formulation together because I had to test it. Then I have to send it out to focus groups and all that stuff. And so I knew that the packaging has to represent me. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I am ultimately a girly girl, so I like yes. pretty things, but I'm also kind of tough on the inside. So, um, I had already chosen my brand colors. And so I started to look for pack, and it needed to be, I didn't want my packaging to look like somebody was making products at home in their kitchen and just <laughs> putting in anything and just slapping a label on it. Right. And so, um, so I researched, um, you know, distributors for looking for packaging and, and labels. And so, um, so the process for me first starting to formulate the first product to launch, I, I want to say it was like eight months. 
because I really got lucky with my first product. It didn't take me like a year to formulate and get it right and get it to the focus group. Um, and so, yeah, um, researching the, like I said, the ingredients, the um, packaging, the, knowing what I wanted um, my product to do, the message that I wanted to send. Um, so that was like eight months from, from I not, well, Longer than eight months from the idea, but from formulation to launch, it was like eight months. Mm -hmm. And so I um, have an e-commerce store. So you find my products online. I'm not in retail stores yet. I don't think I'm there for retail stores because um, for me, the ingredients that I use for my products is very important to me. And I'm not willing um, at this stage in, in, in my business to compromise the ingredients that I use for the sake of being in a retail store. I want to give my consumers the same quality product that I started with and I don't want to compromise any ingredients. So I'm still just, uh, I'm not going to say just because I, I do okay. I'm an e-commerce store. You can buy my, my product online. Okay. What advice would you give to someone who wanted to you know, get into the world of e-commerce and start their own product of any kind? So, first of all, you, you've got, once you or a dream, um, you have to, you have to do some research. Um, but my thing is that you just got to get started. So a lot of people take a really long time trying to make sure everything is perfect. This got to be done. This got to be done. This got to be done. The truth of the matter is, if you got a good product and you got some kind of way to take a payment, you got some kind of way to ship it, everything don't have to be perfect before you start. You just have to get started because I think sometimes people delay starting because they're trying to make sure everything is perfect. I've made some changes um, to packaging. I've made some changing to I've not made any changes to the ingredients, but I've made some changes in packaging. I've made some changing in shipping, um, but I started. You have to start. That's the first thing. Like you just, you gotta get out of your head. You just gotta get started. So if you know that you um, want to be in, in an e-commerce, you've gotta um, research to see what's better for you. There's a lot, you know, GoDaddy, there's um, Shopify, there's Etsy. You gotta find out where you want your people to find you you gotta at least have a little website your website don't have to be perfect as well you got people got to know where you are mm -hmm. they got to know how to find you and you gotta you gotta know how to get their products to them once they give you money you got that you gotta they gotta know how to pay you you got they gotta know where to find you and you gotta get their products to them and all the other stuff you can work on the back end i would say um also a lot of times people get distracted or get, um, they become hesitant because they seek the advice of too many people. And my, my thing is, if someone isn't going anywhere, they can get you to go nowhere fast too. But if you rely on too many people to say, no, do this, you'll be making so many changes, you'll never, you'll never get started. So it has to come with a level of confidence. And again, if you don't, um, have that confidence in the beginning. You got to work that confidence muscle until when when people see you now, they don't question whether you're confident. They say, "Oh my gosh, she's really confident," even though inside you might be shivering, shivering, and afraid. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Um, so what does it mean for you to be a woman with natural hair? Listen, when 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 I got over the initial shock of natural hair, because most of us have been relaxing or straightening our hair since we were kids. And so you have to get past the part of like, now I, I'm natural. I need to um, learn how to take care of this stuff, right? And so once you learn how to take care of it, and you begin to appreciate who you are. When I tell you, I feel like I can conquer the world. When people say, well, I, I want to know what to do with my hair. I have this formal event to go to. And I'm thinking, girl, I'm rocking my fro to the gala. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. I feel like the most confident, the most powerful person. My hair is big and out there. I feel like nobody better not say nothing to me. Listen, there is power in the fro, okay? <laughs> yes, it is. I really, I really feel like I, when I wear my hair just curly, I, I, I still feel confident, but when I rock a fro, I'm like a whole different person. I'm like, it's like a superpower. Mm -hmm. But I might just be in my head, though. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that I loved hearing you talk about your journey and everything and your business, Renee. And we, we were so glad to have you here. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I really appreciate that opportunity to speak with you. Yes. Um, how can the people connect with you? So I can be found um, on all of my social media platforms. I have so um, I'm at Coco Bella Natural. C O C O B E L L A Natural on all of my social media platforms. Instagram, um, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, I'm also in, on Pinterest. I don't do Pinterest a lot. So, and my website is um, cocobellanatural.com. Again, that's C O C O B as in boy, E L L A natural.com. And that's not my website. You'll find my t shirts, you'll find my ebook, you'll find all of my hair care products. Um, and you can find, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, um, Facebook, my personal page, Facebook, my business page. I'm all at Coco Bella, Coco, at Coco Bella Natural. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely keep up with all your endeavors. And I might even buy a few products myself. <laughs> okay, girl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Check me out. Um, thank you, Renee. You are very welcome. Um